And with the uh, Teaching ELA podcast, we talk a lot about lessons because, well, I mean, that's what I do. I have a lesson plans website. Teaching ELA involves a good lesson plan. But my promise is that I want to give you something. I want to provide value that will help you in and out of the classroom. So with just a couple of days left in summer, I'm going to switch gears a little bit to help you get ready for the upcoming school year. So obviously, you can go to ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com and get awesome lesson plans to get ready for the logistical aspects of teaching. But I'm talking about getting ready for the school year on a deeper level by establishing habits that will improve your mental and physical well-being. And, and if your mental and physical well-being are better, your teaching will naturally become better. It's a win, 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 win. The habit I want to talk about today is exercise. Greetings and welcome to the Teaching ELA podcast where this summer we combine my two favorite things, literature and summer vacation. Get ready for some literary quotes. Did you know that around 40% of everything we do on a daily basis is habitual? This means that a big part of our lives is almost entirely on autopilot. Think this through for a second and evaluate your habits. Do these habits empower you or disempower you? This goes for classroom. How you react to stress. What truth? How you think about your job, how you think about your ability. These are thought habits that can either help you or hurt you. Do your habits limit you or free you? Do they help you or hinder you from reaching your goals? Again, in and out of the classroom I'm talking about. In honor of my summer of quotes, I do have some quotes regarding habits. This one comes from one of my favorite authors, John Irving. He says, good habits are worth being fanatical about. Thanks, John. But I want to take a step back and encourage you to start small with your exercise habit or any habit. If you don't have the exercise habit yet, start small. If you spend the entire summer on the couch with Takis and ice cream, exercising 30 minutes a day may seem monumental. If that's the case, start a habit of putting workout clothes next to your bed every night. Make that the goal. Chances are you'll put them on a few days a week, and once you put them on, who knows what will happen next. Let me be clear. Putting the clothes out is the habit. And this is the habit that will, this is how you're going to measure success. So again, if you're starting from scratch, make, just make this the habit. That's how you're going to measure success early on, even if you don't actually exercise when you put the clothes on or you don't even have to put the clothes on. The goal here is to feel good about progress, progress over performance, growth over results at the beginning. Let's not beat ourselves up for not going to the gym or running a marathon, people. Remember, habits are the things that will bring you success in and out of the classroom. There are two habits that changed my life when I started teaching. One is the habit of exercise. Early in my career, I would exercise after school four to five days a week. My colleagues would often complain that they were too tired. My response was, you know what? I'm too tired too, but I'm going to exercise anyway. Another thing I did after school three days a week was write lesson plans and articles for an hour. This allowed me to earn extra money which eventually led to the creation of the world's greatest website, ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com. Now, there are other websites that serve teachers, and that's where a lot of the content of this podcast episode is about to come from. So with a hat tip to the HighlyEffectiveTeacher.com, here are 13 benefits to exercising 30 minutes per day. Now, hold on. I just said start small. Again, if you've been seriously shoveling uh, ice cream-coated Takis into your gullet all summer, while binge-watching Amazon Prime. This might sound overwhelming, especially with the school year starting. However, if, you've, if you're active, semi-active, and you want to make it consistent and habitual, 30 minutes, five days a week is a good place to start, or maybe 30 minutes, three days a week. Anyhow, here are some benefits to exit. This might help you 
uh, inspire you. Number one, improved happiness levels. This is research-based. Penn State University uh, study found that people who exercised, whether it was a mo- was mild, moderate, or vigorous workout, had more pleasant feelings than those who didn't. Did you, did you catch that? It doesn't have to be. It could be a mild or it could be just a, a walk. You could walk with that special someone. That special someone might be your dog or your cat. It doesn't matter. 30 minutes. But, but I only have 15 minutes. Well, they just do 15 minutes. Stress relief. Exercise combats the effects of physical and mental stress. Uh, you guys ever feel stressed the first month of school? That's the crazy thing. It's the very thing that will help us reduce stress is the very thing we feel too stressed out to do. I think there's a biblical story about that. When Jesus comes at night on the water and his disciples are afraid, and it turns out that the thing they're afraid of, which is Jesus coming to the water, is the very thing that will save them. Now, I'm not comparing exercise to Jesus at all. <laughs> Send the, save the hate mail or the love mail. I don't know. Reduce feelings of depression and anxiety. Exercise has been proven to assist with managing the symptoms of depression and anxiety. In some cases, exercise is even more effective than medication. Now, I'm not trying to minimize clinical depression. That's not what I'm saying. But I'll be honest, I feel very sad sometimes when the school year starts. So I combat that by getting getting after it. It's a little exercise. Sense of fulfillment, the setting and achievement of fitness goals increases self-confidence. Self-confident teacher is a better teacher. Uh, number five, reduce the risk of heart disease. <laughs> I can't tell you uh, how hard it is to teach when you're having a heart attack. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Right, we're going to talk about Julius. Ah, oh, I'm having a heart attack, kids. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not very effective. Better sleep. If you ever had to rock up to school and face your students having had very little sleep, you know how much it can impair your level of patience, tolerance, and concentration. It'll improve your sleep. Who, who thought? Who would have thought that getting up a half hour earlier would actually improve your sleep? Uh, number seven, an energy boost. When you're feeling exhausted, the last thing you might want to do is squeeze in a workout, but it will help get. It will help you get more done. People who exercise are more productive. So, you know, a little exercise break in the middle of the day can boost productivity. Again, it doesn't have to be anything monumental. You don't have to go down to the to the monkey bars at your school and, and pop out like 100 pull-ups or anything like that. It could be as simple as go do two push-ups, walk to the other side of the room, preferably without students in there. You should probably be teaching them. Uh, do two more push whatever. It could be light. You don't have to, like, get all dressed up either. A little trick I like to do is, uh, as I just said, during uh, planning or during lunch, I'll... Uh, you know, do five or 10 push-ups, walk to the other side of my classroom, walk back, do five or 10 push-ups. I do, you know, I do this. It actually turns out to be a pretty good workout sometimes. Five or 10 minutes of that, boom. Improved memory and boosted brain power. All right, it's good to have brain power when you're teaching. We already talked about increased self-confidence. I don't know why it's on here twice. Someone's going to get fired for that. Harry Styles poster, you're fired. All right, just fired the Harry Styles poster. I'll hire it back tomorrow, don't worry. Uh, better performance at work. We already talked about that. Longer life. Some of you, might, some of you, you know, especially like first or second year teachers, like I'm not sure I want a longer life. People who exercise live on average 3.4 years longer than those who don't exercise. So some say the first 3.4 years of teaching um, seems like a lifetime. So you can get those 3.4 years back through exercise. Greater creativity, thinking of new ways to teach an old concept, bring a little fun and excitement to school requires creativity. Exercise will help you do that. Can't tell you how many lesson plans I've tweaked while. Uh, running at uh, 5.30 in the morning. That was a humble brag. (laughs) And of course, you can inspire others. I think as teachers, we're in a position where we can inspire others. 
I'm not pretending that students idolize us, but we can inspire others when we overcome challenges. When I first started teaching, it was a little hefty. I'd go out to the track every first I felt stupid. It's like they're just gonna make fun of me. And I'm sure some did. I'm all right with that. But others came and said, Oh, I saw you running the other day. I I I I uh I'm going to start too. Now, some do, some don't, but you can inspire others. Again, I'd like to thank uh, HighlyEffectiveTeacher.com for that list. I have no affiliation with the HighlyEffectiveTeacher.com website. In fact, they might even be my competition. I don't even know. I don't care. Uh, But if you're interested in a highly effective professional training, that's what they do. So I'm just throwing that out there. I'm also uh, creating a 31-day weight loss program for teachers sometime around Thanksgiving. That later. All you're probably concerned about now is getting lesson plans. So we'll uh, reconvene our lesson plans uh, episode soon. Takeaways. Takeaway one, habits create our future. What type of future are your habits creating? Takeaway two, consistent exercise will change your life. And number three, start small, master it, go less small. All right. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for, you lazy bums? Get out there and exercise. (laughs) Just kidding. You're not bums or you're not lazy either. Thanks for listening to the Teaching ELA podcast. For more teacher-ready, student-ready lesson plans, head on over to ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com. That's ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com, where we have hundreds of lesson plans and handouts that are ready to use right now. And as always, if this podcast has helped you thrive in the classroom, we'd appreciate a like and a review. 